God let it on my heart to do a series entitled Back to Church, where I have candid conversations with church leaders, Christian influencers, and subject matter experts about ways that we can return to the building without forsaking the creativity and ingenuity and foresight it required to survive a global pandemic. I thought it would be only right to begin this series with my friend, Brother Greg James. Gregory is the media director for the Progressive Church in Sacramento, and he is the owner of James Media. James Media has provided production, post-production, audio and projection services for churches, nonprofits, and even global companies like YouTube and much more. I'm looking forward to having Brother James with us today, but also I'm going to end this episode with five tips for partnering with a media ministry expert at the end, so you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Dominique Beaumonte, and I am proud to have as a guest today, Mr. Greg James Jr. Uh, Greg, uh, say hello to the folks. Hello, everyone. How are you? Cool times. Cool times. Greg is the uh, media ministry director at the Progressive Church in Sacramento, California. Um, however, he is also uh, an entrepreneur. Um, Greg, tell us a little bit about your company. Uh, the name of my company is James Media, and I specialize in um, post-production editing and production for churches, nonprofits, businesses, um, and for content creation. Cool times. So, as you know, especially in this day and time, like we went through a pandemic, and pretty much everybody in their mind realized that in them is this creative juice where their content. Uh, creators and they are social media influencers because that's essentially all that we could do during the pandemic like to connect with each other um, but you have um, a really really unique testimony in that I think that people really realized how much um, we depended on media as a ministry throughout the pandemic talk about your experience and like how you came into the knowledge of your gifting and how it was affirmed throughout the pandemic um yeah thanks for having me on thanks for the opportunity uh yeah this is a really good topic because you know before the pandemic you know there weren't much emphasis on the need for you know quality audio and video mm -hmm. uh you know for the churches people were just kind of uh, just go about their services or their their content and um, they wouldn't put emphasis on making sure that you know they were you know meeting the people that were you know on the social media groups uh, so yeah once COVID hit you know my phone was ringing off the hook you know I, I need the camera you know how do I do this how do we get on zoom um, and uh, I've, I've learned that I have a service and I have a gift that you know that people need uh, you know, one thing I really like, why I like really working in the church market is because I want to be able to get the word out. Yeah. And I believe that if, uh, you know, if a church is enabled, 
you know, to have a preacher and their ministers and their elders, you know, I love being able to, you know, assist them and, you know, help them to get the message out. Right. Um, so, you know, I've learned a lot through the pandemic and I think that's opened up a lot of doors for, you know, uh, for a lot of ministries, you know, to increase or um, enhance what they are doing to get the message out. Yeah, and I think, I, I think that that's beautiful. And I think one of the lessons that I've definitely learned through the pandemic is that having a voice and a calling is not enough if you believe that the manifestation of your voice and calling is, is, is like just you. It's void of collaboration. Like, in order to be effective in ministry, like, we really need each other. Uh, we need each other's skill sets. We need each other's anointing. Uh, we need each other's innovative ideas. And so I'm really thankful for a media ministry. When I wake up in the morning on Sunday morning, like before I even like start watching our church or coming to our church, I've already um, attended like three or four churches. Right. And a part of that is because they do such a wonderful job of, of promoting what they do in excellence. I can hear, I can see. Um, and I find that to be uh, uh, a blessing. What would you say to media ministry leaders at local churches, no matter the size of the church, as far as the importance of working with other ministry leaders to have a perfected outcome, if that makes sense? Communication. Communication. Um, you know, meetings to define you know, what people want to do. Um, how we can go about getting it done and you know what will be most effective um, you know I've done a lot of events with a lot of uh, corporate companies such as Google and, and Facebook uh, I'm sorry YouTube and uh, you know just how much work they put in on the back back end to make the production or the event you know special uh, you know one thing I've always taken away is you know a great event or a great production is due to the uh, pre-production mm -hmm. that you that you put in. Mm -hmm. So if I could give uh, three, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, so I'll come back to that. Okay. I'll, I'll give you some time to think about okay. that. Those three things. We'll do that at the end. Okay. Okay. I appreciate what you said about pre-production because I think that sometimes, like people, just think that things happen. Right, like that, what they see on TV is the products of like really creative people, like who press play on something and just start talking. Especially in this day and time where like everybody is a content creator mm -hmm. because they have Facebook or or you know or Instagram or they made a reel. Um, but like, t talk to us about like the importance of pre-production and like why people who are in ministry, like I'm a preacher, right? Like, and, and, and I'm really excited about a program. Like, what would you say to me about pre-production and how I might re-envision what I want to see come to life? Yeah, well, the first question I would ask you is, you know, who is your target audience? Okay. And uh, the second question I would ask you is, um, uh, what is the message that you want them to receive um, what message are you sending? And third, what is the call to action that you want this viewer to, to do after they hear or see your content? Okay, I appreciate that. And I think that sometimes, like, especially these days, that's the, the, those are the words that, that, that folks 
entrepreneurs, business leaders, and everybody is being said, like, what is the call to action? And I think that sometimes we we don't think about that within the context of church. The, what is your why? <laughs> like, yes, because before the pandemic, we just had stuff to have it. Like, this is the annual, and we always have it, and that's why we're having it this year. We always have it, so that's why we're having it this year. And so, like, now everything has to have a why because it requires pre-production, right? Yeah, like, Especially you, if you're pre-recording that. Yeah, you want to make sure that you're saying the right thing. And, uh, again, why why are you doing this? You mm -hmm. know? Not just we got to get out of the norms of just doing stuff because we do it. Just because. Yeah, because now everybody's doing something, and it's got to have to make sure that's going to really minister to the people or your message is going to be effective. Right. And if you're looking at analytics, because see, we didn't used to have to think about analytics because analytics was how many people walk into the church at the beginning of service, right? Like I don't know, every, this, the house was packed and that's the only analytic that we're looking at. Now that everything is digitalized and online, analytics is how long did this person watch the content? At what point did they stop watching? How many likes do we have? How many likes <laughs> do, do we have that affirms that people like what we said? So we have this way of measuring. And I know that some people will be like, well, we don't do it for the likes. Or we don't. We, we do what we do for Jesus. And I know that people, I know there will be uber religious people who will say that it's not about analytics. But you can use analytics to measure the effectiveness of your work. That's true. Right? Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I'm seeing is... Is like especially as we go back to church, like you know, and I'm not talking about our church in particularly. I'm just talking about church in general. Like there are some things like I watch a certain church all the time because I knew that they were going to sing and then there was going to be the word. But as they are like going back into ministry, to me they're getting away from their why because now it's a whole bunch of like extra stuff that doesn't edify me as a person that doesn't go to their church. So like I've became an e-member of your church and now that you're back in session you're talking about stuff that i don't understand and so i think that i appreciate what you're saying about the importance of pre-production and i feel like we can take pre-production the, the the that pre-production anointing we can take that into our new context yeah with intentionality mm -hmm. um, i have um an assistant editor that works with me um, at the church mm -hmm. and she was making an edit in something and just kind of just left it raw and I said, oh, it's a great idea, but we, we, we need to actually touch that so we can be an intentional edit. We can still leave the funniness and how it is, but I think we need to be intentional in, in how we bring forth ministry. Because if you watch other, let's say, high-end you know, ministries or ministries that have high-end production values, everything is intentional. Things just aren't happening just because of the whim. I understand that. Things aren't just happening because of the whim. I understand that, you know, the Holy Ghost do does move and he will come in and, mm -hmm. you know, God is always in control. But there's still some things that we can do to prepare ourselves. Yeah. So check this out, Brother Greg. We're coming to a close. I appreciate the time that we spent. I got two more questions for you. We're going to go back to that three ways that we can up our game. But I'm a, I'm a Christian content uh, creator. I want you to tell me why I need to invest in your business. And the reason why I'm, I'm saying this is because a lot of times we're like, well, I got all the tools. I got, I know how to do it. I did. I, I'm a podcaster. I don't need no editor. I don't need no, like, I'm just making my video and I don't need anybody. Like, what do you tell somebody that's like, I don't need any help. I'm just going to make it on my computer. Like, how do you sell what you do to those people? Uh, teamwork. 
makes a dream work. It's always good to have a second pair of eyes um, and ears on your project to you know miss things that you would have missed, if, even if the simply text should have been justified left versus center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're able to you know take your content and throw it off into um, other professionals' hands mm-hmm. again for more critical feedback. Um, uh, and um, you know, those are two of the things that I can think off the top of my head. Uh, you know, we bring quality, uh, you know, to the table. You know, we see, you know, Hollywood brings out, you know, the best quality, the best lighting, the camera. So that's one thing I pride myself in is that, you know, I want to make sure that you meet your expectations and the quality is of the highest quality that's that's possible. Yeah, I appreciate that. And the reason why I asked that is because I had like this come to Jesus moment. Like God allowed a ministry opportunity for me um, where I spoke at a conference, essentially, and the conference was on Zoom, and my intention was to um, take the audio from that conference and repurpose it for my podcast. So I did that, and then I downloaded it, and I was like, I'm going to listen to this because I'm becoming comfortable with my voice. I have to know what I sound like in order to like know that it's going to bless somebody else. Brother Greg, I said, um, 92 times. Yes. I said, um, so many times that I was like, so I jump on Clubhouse and I'm in those groups, those club rooms. And I asked somebody, I said, hey, I realized that I said, um, 99 times and I really want to. And what they started telling me is like, number one, you need an editor, but here's some software and some tools that you could use where it will take, it will delete those ums from your audio. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, And so then I started thinking about those things and I started thinking about all these tools. And when I was done, I was like, after I buy this tool and this tool and this tool, then it that to me, that legitimizes the need for an audio visual sound expert to really do the editing for me because somebody is going to be thrown off by the amount of ums that I have. Yeah, I've, 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 I've taken a, a, a project before and... Uh, the, uh, there, there it is. There's the my uh, right there, right? Uh, and I edited out about 92 ums. Yeah. Uh, and the client said, "No, there's, there's more. We need to take all this out because we want our presenter to sound as educated and as knowledgeable as possible." So yes, I have those tools. I have the ability. And yes, by the time you get done purchasing that equipment and going through Cost there, the same amount. yeah, you're gonna be and you're gonna be pulled out your hair. Yeah. So, uh, you, you know. Yeah, I appreciate that. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to end this um, session. I appreciate you for your time. I want you to give me the three most important tips for those interested in a career in media and based on what you do. And if you all check out the show notes, um, you can go to Greg James Media and you can see his social media, his Instagram, his Facebook and see a little bit more about what he does. But I want to get, I'm a person and I'm eager to get involved in, in, in what you do. You have service Fortune 500 companies, like the work that you do is critical and your face might not be on the outcome, but like you're responsible for making those people look good. And let's say I want to get into that work. Like what are the three most important tips to those interested in a career like yours? Uh, the first one is education. Mm-hmm. You need to educate yourself uh, so you, you know what you're doing. Um, and when you put in that time to educate yourself, you become a professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be the first tip. Uh, the second tip uh, would be to um, you know work with other professionals mm-hmm. so you can understand their workflow and their Iron processes and their, and, and, their, and, and their procedures, their mm-hmm. business, their business models. 
Um, and the third thing is to, um, you know, always be looking to grow, um, to receive help and growth, um, and to stay humble in what you do. Uh, yeah. When you get good, you know, you're still going to stay humble and train others. I love training other people because the more I train someone else, the better I become, you know, at my practice. Um, and the last thing is I always give, um, you know, honor to God uh, for the abilities yeah. that he's allowed me to do. Um, my mom taught me, babe, you just stay faithful at what you do. Um, Proverbs 18 and 16 is um, a man's gift always makes room for him. Yeah. And I've stayed, I've stayed consistent at this. I was pushing and buying things before the pandemic. And, and now, you know, uh, the doors have opened and God is blessing me for my dedication. Amen. Brother Greg James, I want to thank you for your time. I was on Clubhouse the other week, and the person said that one of the ways that we become an expert is by interviewing experts. And so I'm happy to inter interview a media expert. Um, I have been blessed in my ministry because of your ministry, um, and I love the time that you put into um, your work, and it's really powerful to see somebody else with ADHD um, <laughs> working <laughs> at the same time. I'm like, I am not alone. I am not the only person working on six things at one time because that's the only way to get one thing done. So thank you, Brother Greg. I have enjoyed you, and I'm looking forward to the rollout of your new podcast. Thank you for the opportunity and, uh, and for pushing me. I appreciate the time. All right. Bye-bye. I wanted to provide five tips for partnering with your media ministry expert from my experience and perspective. Number one, don't try to do it yourself if you want it to be done in excellence. You don't have to be the talent and the tech. Trust God and trust the professionals with your gifting. Number two, you have to know what you want. If you are, especially if you're a picky person, you have to be open-minded. An experienced media ministry expert like Brother Greg knows the tricks of the trade and can push you towards creativity. Number three, don't be reluctant to pay. When you invest in a great media ministry expert, you are honoring God with your gift and you enhance your ministry's capacity and potential footprint. So don't be afraid to invest. Number four, have a pre-production meeting to discuss your vision. Talk about the participants. Talk about your preferences. Don't make any assumptions when you're working with your media ministry expert. Listen, the other thing that is important to know is that the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, is not stifled when we plan ahead. In fact, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, is honored when we plan ahead. And then finally, number five, Pray and partner with your media ministry leader and professionals. They are key to the spread of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they are important to the church. They help us to reach both the church and the unchurched. They work more effectively with us when they are led by God and we are led by God to work with them. So kill the ego, quit the dictatorship, and work to achieve the best possible outcome with your ministry media expert. I want to thank Brother Greg for joining me in this episode, and I hope that you will share this episode with those that you think might benefit from it. I'd also love it if you could subscribe to my podcast and even write a review if you think you would like to.
that would really help me to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and to spread the news that I have a podcast. I want to remind you, as I always do at the end of every episode of the scripture that I think is very important, let your conversation always be full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer every man. Colossians 4 and 6. Have a perfect and wonderful week.